Hi, and welcome to Falling Star, a Star Wars D6 actual play podcast. I'm Jesse the Game Master. Today we are going to pick up right where we left off. I know it's only been a couple of days since the last episode was released, but we're going to just hop right back into it. When we last left our singer and her bodyguard, they had just survived an assassination attempt by what appears to be a young girl. They are currently in the process of investigating. Okay, where we left off last time, you guys had just finished a rehearsal, and then coming out of rehearsal, and while moving around in the backstage areas of the Supad Dome, someone with a long gun decided to take a couple of pot shots at you, and ended up paying a very steep price for it, courtesy of the marksmanship of Sixton BXG. So, they eventually summoned the authorities, they did some investigation, found out that this young woman was from a previous world that you guys had been to, uh, perhaps uh, several months ago, and she had apparently been camped out inside the Supad Dome, and that was pretty much what allowed her to bypass security, was that she was not going through with the crowds, and she'd come in just at a non-standard time, and they missed her on a security suite. Um, you know, you found out that she had a brother who was deceased, um, who had most recently uh, joined the Imperial military and had been killed and soon after that. You did not find any sort of note or anything like that on her as to motive. It wasn't like she... But you haven't done a whole lot of digging beyond that. And that's where we, pretty much where we left off. Does that fit with everyone's recollection? Yeah. Yes. Okay. We were about to. I think we were about to start something, but we were at a good stopping point. I don't think you actually had a plan going forward. I think oh, we okay. just called it. We called it there. Good You've stopping got, point. Okay. It's still several hours before the concert. You get this was kind of a morning thing, so the concert is until this evening at eight o'clock. So, um, what are you guys up to? Are you guys going to hang out down here with the authorities in the basement of the Supat Dome, or you guys can go back to the governor's mansion? You guys can have other options. Sixton, is there anything that you think we need to do in the city, or anything you want to do? Do we need to check on the ship, or... We need to keep you out of sight. So... In disguise? Can we go do something, or...? I wouldn't advise it. Consider yourself on, quote-unquote, yellow alert. That's not fun. So are you saying we have to go back and chill at the governor's house? I'd prefer us not to leave at all. I don't want to expose you to anything else here. Here we have a secure location... We know it's secure. It's been swept and has additional security. We might as well stay here. But there's nobody here. It's just you and me hanging out all day. Okay. Well, I'm sure they can use you up in the sound booth. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I guess the dressing room's fairly decent. I think I saw a couch. See it fix. Pop, uh, pops up from where he was. 
apparently he was not he was not with you guys when you guys were getting shot at. Hurries as fast as he can. He's not very he's not a very quick droid. Um, he sort of lopes up with a monkey gait he's got. And you got attacked, boss. Hmm. That's unfortunate. It don't look like it hurt, though. And looks over. First, he looks Joel up and down, and then he looks Sixton up and down. Did he have any burns, any wounds, anything that I should know about? Why, Tim Can? You gonna do something about it? Nah, I just need to know if I need to cover Joel from, he looks bad on one side, if her face is all scarred up and burned, we gotta light her differently, then, you know, we gotta hide that sort of thing, it doesn't look good on stage. Planka, just get to your job. No, there's nothing wrong with me, thank you. The show will go on as, as planned. Okay, well, you want to report this in to your handlers back at the IPB? Joel looks at Sixton. That would be the Imperial Propaganda Board. I know, there, I'm there. thinking. Uh, why don't we wait till after the concert? You say so. That way, if there's anything else that happens, we can tell them all about it at the same time. Okay. FX, did you get the special uh, birthday song stuff together? Yeah, I got it. You want anything particular with the lighting on this stuff? How to do something with the number 18. How are, you gonna, how are we going to incorporate that? In which language? Just all that sure? Yeah, who's theirs? I'll bet you it is. Okay, well, I think we've seen all, I, I don't want to see around here. I've already got my stuff done, and you guys are going to hang out here? Yeah, I've uh, talked to Ridian, and uh, he says, uh, why don't you cut your set short tonight, and just go ahead and sing the second half of the show. I don't want to do that. I want to do the first half. Well, I want to limit your exposure. ZFX hesitates for a second, because... That would really exceed my programming. My understanding is the show has to go on exactly as planned. When it comes to matters of her security, I think people could go home a little bit unfulfilled. I'd sure hate for anything to happen to her. Okay, let's split the difference. We had eight songs prepped for the first set. We cut it to four... We kill the birthday thing. We give them all the best-known stuff. They'll leave happy. And the second half of the show? We always have to do the second half of the show as the Empire wants it. So that can't be messed with. I agree. Okay, well, I'll have to reprogram. You're going to need to give me some time to work with this. Really, it would feel better if you guys went back to the governor's mansion. Probably more secure than this facility. Why? We got security guards all around doing the investigating. Z, since when are you the security expert? Hey, I'm just working, looking out for my job. You know what happens to droids who don't have a job anymore? They get reprogrammed. I do not want to spend the next 15 years working as a garbage mover on Praxis Prime. Okay, Z. 
Acting kind of strange today. Yeah, well, it's been a strange day. You know which songs to cut out of the first and... I'll figure it out. You really want to leave this other song in here? The first one in the set? Yeah. That one's the most popular one right now, anyway. It's got to be in there. Right. Got it. Okay. Tommy turns and sort of plods back. And you guys are going to just hang out. Yeah. Don't we we don't want to exit the building. There have got increased security going right now. I say go with it. Okay. Can I have your data pad? I'm sorry, I've only got a wrist pricer. But you didn't manage to destroy one of them. What do you need a data pad for? I gotta have something to do. Stick me in this place for three hours before the concert? Alright, here you go. You're a gem, thanks. What are you looking at? I don't have another one. It's not like everyone has two pads on them. It's not like you shot mine. Crazy man. Uh, one of the lieutenants from the, who's handling the investigation comes over and knocks on. I hate to disturb you, um, and I know this is a little uh, against protocol, or but my daughter really wants, is a big fan. Would Would you mind signing? And he had to uh, uh, something to sign with a little stylus. Of course, I'd be happy to. What's her name? Here, use my stylus. Lilo. Sign. There you go. And here's your stylus back. And so he says, thanks, this will mean a whole lot to her. And he, he sort of happily pockets it. And, and there may be a little bit of a skip in his step. But he, said, and he said, you just made me the best dad in the world this week. <laughs> He goes back and rejoins the investigation. They're still picking through, examining the body. They brought in a couple of surveillance droids to scan over the uh, the area, look for further clues as to how she got in. Um, if you hang out and listen to them, you can sort of hear them. It sounds like she came in through one of the ventilation ducts. And... That uh, security bloke sounds like a nice guy. He's uh, It's going to be a good show. You know, it being uh, Male Genetic Donor Day and all. Male Genetic Donor Day? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That does fall on my birthday this year, doesn't it? Huh. I wonder what my male genetic donor is doing today. Funny you should say that. You get a this little beep beep of... Your comlink. Oh, look. Speak of the devil. Dad. Hit the buttons. Can you answer it? Hi, Dad. I understand you were attacked. Yes, Father. Would you like the description? I can give you to Sixton. This is very unfortunate. 
I'm assuming that you're okay. The police reports did indicate that you were uninjured. Yes, I'm uninjured, Father. And were you going to tell me about this? I had to hear this from the security suit. Dad, it happened ten minutes ago. And what was your security guard doing during this time? Shooting back. Are you there, Mr. BXG? Aye, sir. And how is it this little breach of security occurred? It looks like she's a little scamp that uh, crawled in through a vent sometime in the last week or so. Uh, I was doing my final security check when she snuck up on us. She snuck up on you. And by the document I'm looking at here, preliminary reports indicate that this is a minor who managed to surprise a trained Imperial soldier. Even I have bad days, sir. Dad, we weren't exactly expecting someone to come out of a broom closet with a rifle. No, that's not what we pay your security guard for at all. That's right. You pay me to keep her breathing. She breathes today. I'm sorry that uh, something happened, unfortunately, but... Uh, you know, sometimes in a war you got to fight the battles. He seethes for a few minutes. So, Dad, one way to, um, you know, keep this from happening anymore would be to, you know, cut the concert tour short. If that's what you would prefer, I can, you know, you know, we could stop this propaganda train. quiet for a minute or two. The concert goes on. Maybe not as scheduled. Let me get back to you. And oh, cuts the line. <laughs> ah, Dad. Happy birthday to me. Well, at least you have a dad and a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you sound like Oliver Twist. <laughs> Lisa, may I have some more uh, <laughs> birthdays and fathers? <laughs> Sixton, if you want my father, you can have him. Uh, no, thank you. I have my own male genetic donor, although he is deceased <sighs> many years ago. Oh, I'm sorry to hear it, Sixton. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to sit and listen to some music for a while, see if I can kind of chill out. Uh, I don't want to be disturbed, please. Oh, no problem. You can just sit over there on the couch. I won't make a noise. Okay, so you guys are just going to take a uh, chill out and rest, not saying much more. And about half an hour later, both your comlinks... Well, who do you want to... Who's going to take it first? Yeah. There's a, a voice you only passingly recognize, and but after a minute you, rec- you do recognize the voice of Fettel Getzo. He is the, the senior 
IPB scheduling clerk. And it's F-E-T-E-L and G-E-T-Z-H-O. Settle Getso. Settle Getso, yes. What's this I hear about an, another attack? All right. Here's the deal, Mr. BXG. The security of this this endeavor must not be compromised. Avaram is considered too high priority to skip it as a as a planet to visit. So you're not canceling the concert. We are, however, going to provide additional security, and we want to take additional time in setting up that security. For that purpose, we are postponing this concert for three nights. This concert will go on as planned. You will perform the set list as planned, but we will provide additional security. We're canceling the following two steps on your route to provide, to set up additional security on those sites. But Avram is simply too high a priority target for this operation. We've already made the arrangements with the Supod administration, and those customers who cannot attend the later will be given uh, rain checks, and there will be some compensation given out. Well, do what you got to, bloke. I don't care about the details much. Just tell me about the extra security coming in. Sending three squads of stormtroopers, along with two security experts, to do a full analysis of the building, to do a full analysis of all possible points of attack, and an additional set of bodyguards that will protect Ms. Elite while she is on planet. We do suggest that you retire to the governor's mansion overnight, as that is the most secure facility we have on this half of the planet. Your other alternative would be to voyage across the planet, and we can we do have a garrison base on the far continent. Sounds like the smart move to me. Which one? Oh, don't take no chances. Put her in the middle of the garrison. Okay, I will look into that. Am I on this communication? Or no, you're, you're, to get to you're hearing one half of it anyway. <laughs> and then, okay, yours. It, it, they start to hang up, and then uh, the next, your comic rings. Yeah, Joel. Daughter. I've managed to pull a few strings. Please understand that I find security... to be a priority, and your safety is not something we are going to compromise. But even my contacts within the IPB have not proven sufficient to remove Avram from the schedule. They feel that you need to perform here. That the Emperor's message of hope and Protection and security needs to be heard. And there is some concern that were we to cancel the concert altogether, there would be unrest. You are quite popular, after all, my daughter. Okay, Father. So, on with the concert. I'm prepared to do that. So, um, what changes have been made, if any? They agree to supply additional troops 
it's not ideal, but they do feel that... How are they going get to get troops here for a concert tonight? The concert won't be tonight. The concert will be in several days. They're going to supply additional troops to guard the facility in the days up to the concert to patrol, search for any additional people who would be willing or want to do harm. And while this has always been a civilian endeavor, they it is felt that the damage done to our reputation of having a heavily militarized concert is less than the risk of having harm come to you. Okay, Dan. Makes me kind of uncomfortable to have all those soldiers here, but... And where am I? Do I have to stay with that stuffy old governor for three more days? I'm continuing to stay at the governor's place. I would... I thought you left planet this morning, Dad. I am returning. This does... Concern me some. I might, some. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Might even be persuaded to view your concert. I did rearrange my schedule when I heard about this attack. Wouldn't want to put you out. Quite. Uh, is there any place else on planet where I could stay? Nothing secure. Nothing? On a whole planet. Really? On a whole planet. We can perhaps research it. I... Very well. I will look into it. I suppose there is a starship in orbit... It might be possible to find quarters there for you, but it will not be comfortable or nearly as luxurious as you are used to, my daughter. It's fine. I just don't want to be at that creepy governor's house. The governor is an important man with many political connections. You would do well to court his favor. Hmm. You can do all the courting of that governor you want to, Dad. I'm just not going to be there with you. You can make me do the concerts, but that's... yeah. Please find me someplace else to be. I will look into it. And he terminates the call again without even goodbye. <sighs> you guys need to come up with a plan. Where You guys have a couple of options on your plate now for... Well, uh, Sexton's thinking, um, you know, the more secure the better. You know, let's minimize whatever risk we can. If that means putting us onto a Star Destroyer in orbit, it's fine. I'm fine with that. There is the, at least potentially, the danger that flying a ship to orbit would make you a target as well from anti-ground, I mean, there, uh, there, there's no 100% secure facility. Well, my, my thought is here, it's going to take more resources than a kid with a gun to intercept a ship in orbit. Probably true. What is your, what is your thought here? I just don't want to go back to the governor's house. He's creepy. 
Um, I'm okay. even going to the garrison's a good move because once again, it's all military. Everybody's been vetted. Yeah, have you watched the news in the last couple? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Jason hasn't. <laughs> the, I mean, in either case, the we'll have to go on some sort of transport to get either out to a Star Destroyer or across to the garrison. So in either of those cases, it's a fairly you know, extensive flight, but then... Between being surrounded by the military and being surrounded by the military, I think it's pretty much a zero-sum equation here. <laughs> we just don't want to go to the governor's. Don't make me go back there. And I'm thinking the more erratic our movements, the better. Okay, so you guys come up, decide where you're going. Let's go to the garrison. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, who would I normally arrange this sort of thing through, or would I just go ahead and commandeer people? Do I have something like a letter saying "Obey me"? No, you would you would have to go through uh, military. Co- Basically, a contact in the military, um, like the scheduling guy. The scheduling guy could could you can contact fellow. So he's not military, but yeah, he can he can. Maybe um, you can see what they can do. Yeah. Hey, while you're arranging this, could you give me a new data pad? Yeah, I'll look into it. Thanks. Pick up the com. Settle getso. Getso here. It's uh, six ten beta Looks like we're uh, taking the option of going to the garrison across the planet. Uh, go ahead and make arrangements for transportation. Uh, once you get it stood out and everything like that, go ahead and give me a call back. Well, I can probably arrange that pretty quick. I was aware that was something you were considering, at least. isn't At least finding some sort of secure transport that didn't have a destination, obviously. Um, yeah, I can get you a... Uh, I can get you a lat. It's not exactly a limousine. Low altitude troop transport. The the um, winged the clones would basically a troop carrier. Well, no, it's a like a combination combat helicopter um, and uh, troop transport. That'll work. Just uh, log it as a training mission. Okay. I can have them over there within the hour. Thank you much, Lee. Okay. And he he signs off to make the arrangements. You guys are just going to hang out here, hanging up with the police? Can... Less than an hour. Can our stuff be sent from the... I mean, not that we had a ton of stuff, but... Hey, hey you... Stagehand. Yeah? What do you want? I got me here some credits that say, you're going to go and get me a data pad. Uh, my shift's not over for a couple of hours. Funny thing that I just heard, that things may not go as scheduled. Yeah, I can... You care if I get one of the uh, porters downstairs to do it? No one really cares when they, if they come and go. 
You see me credits? I'd be wanting a data pad. I'll find you one. And he takes the thing and looks around, makes sure Shogaz isn't isn't looking over his shoulder. And he disappears. He's just hanging out. Can you send someone to get our stuff from the governor's house? I wouldn't worry about it. It only increases the risk. Because then someone knows we're going from here to... From here to elsewhere, and they can follow the stuff. But I won't have any clothes. You don't want me running around naked at a garrison, do you? Oh, I'm sure you've worn uh, uh, dress-down fatigues before. You're no fun, Sixten. I'll tell you what's not fun. A hole in the head, like I saw in the wall. Oh, you're fuddy-duddy sometimes, <laughs> Sixten. And you should have seen the things I saw on the street make a cephalopod blush. Now that I'd pay to see, I guess. Ugh, okay, I'm going to listen to my music some more. Let me know when the transport's here. You ever seen a pink Rodian? Ooh, man. What an odor. So uh, you guys retire back to your dressing room. <laughs> And no one really harasses you. I imagine we haven't gone very far. We probably no. just stepped out into the hallway at most. Yeah, and they, they did go over the room, so they kind of kicked you out while they went over the room looking for evidence. They didn't, they didn't really find anything. They found her finger, the girl's fingerprints, but she'd gone in there perhaps looking for you or, you know, potentially scouting the location to, to kill her from, but decided, but must have decided on something else. Uh, but there's no evidence. That there was, you know, they looked for an explosive to make sure that it wasn't bombed, and so they kicked you out while they were doing all that. But um, you can return to the room now. They they cleared it. We returned to the room. Okay. Uh, there isn't a great deal that happens in the next hour. Um, the lab shows up, get an open air ride. They don't actually have. Has the uh, data pad arrived yet? Yeah, they, the state chamber shows up for the data pad. And, and Good boy. Okay. Um, yes, we get on the lat. Or I do, anyway. I hope you do, because otherwise I'll have to drag you on. Yeah, I get on the lat with you. Okay. And with a the whine of repulsors that takes off and starts streaking across the planet, it's a lengthy ride. It's not a short... Uh, scowling everyone. Well, it only took an hour to get there. You're not going back to the the mansion. You're going to the garrison, right? Right. Where did the lat go? The lat was on patrol somewhere else. In the city. Okay. They just, re- they just recast it. Okay. Well, since we're... Are we in open air? Are we... It's... I mean, the, the shutters come forward and... and Enclose it, but there's still slats in it, so it's it's not airtight. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and put on my helmet. Okay. <laughs> and this this is familiar to you. You've ridden in these before, many, many times before. They're the tip, uh, typical troop deployment mechanism that the clone army used. 
a lot of them are no longer in military service. They've been sold off to police forces. Or not, other things, some of them are still in military service, um, but they're still a good way of moving people from location to location. Um, and so it just like in the good old days. Yes. Okay, Sixton, you can just have fun with that. I think the top speed is about 500 miles an hour, so you're looking at a multi-hour trip. Um, and there's no seats in the... Well, I'm sorry, yes, there are seats in the, in the back, but for the most part it's stand-up and a long drive. So you guys can chat if you want, or... <laughs> My polarized lenses just glare back at you, apparently. <laughs> You know, it's hard to tell with the mask on. I could be smiling underneath. <laughs> Any additional? Uh, I don't have anything else I wish to do during the ride, except secure or safety. Okay. Uh, if nothing ha- interesting happens on the ride, we can, you know, hand wave and go to the next part. Okay. Okay. So you guys show up at the the garrison. It is a, um, it's a military structure that is built on... This is a sort of uniform uh, drop garrison. The Empire has thousands of these. They can start a service, carry around like three or four of them. They're designed to be set down on a planet, and it's like a, a base in a box kind of thing. But it's built on hexagon shapes, so it's sort of a hexagon shape here with the little spars out here with additional hexagon towers here and little gunnery. Um <laughs> You know, you've, you see the picture. I, I know what it is, yes. Go okay, ahead. But, but, but it uh, contains uh, additional spars that are out, again, hexagons with gunnery turrets on the wings. And then there's three uh, landing. They're um, almost like, um, if I said a bomb, you know what a bomb is? Like in a theater. Um, it's a... the the facility has a central hangar in the middle of it and there's but it's enclosed and there's like at equidistant points around the, the hexagon there's um, launch bays for TIE fighters to fly out of so they you know fly in they get caught in a tractor beam loaded down in and then but the interior of the garrison actually has you know a place where they can you fly into this, this hangar, the kitchen and tractor beam such down inside the garrison, so you're never actually outside the garrison at any point. Um, when you get off, uh, you're greeted by uh, the deck officer. The deck officer, um, you know, checks you in. Um, so, it's in, you know, shows you guys to quarters. They, they look like it was. Um, they probably kicked some. Major out of his office or out of his his quarters to give you guys rooms. That's appropriate. We have rate at least a major. Um, they didn't kick. They can give you the nicest quarters. You've seen enough of these. You know what? That they didn't give you the best suite, but they did give you towards the high end. Well, I imagine there's not much room on a suite in a for a in a battalion right. uh, bastion place. You guys are settled in. Um, you, you now again have time uh, and not a whole lot to do. There are recreational facilities if you want to go hang with the troops, which Sixton might be more comfortable doing. <laughs> yeah, um, and it, you, you seem to be deferred to a little bit. It's 
at least the, you're give, granted enough respect of um, of an old soldier, but the fact that you're a clone who is not still in the army is still a rarity. Um, most of them did not muster out. Most of them stayed in the service and probably suffered, suffered a significantly shorter life. But leaving the service was not exactly dishonorable, but it wasn't... You might have gotten a lot more respect here if you had stayed in the military. But the, you still get a sir, and you still get... I got my respect right here. It's where they took away my innards. So, uh, Is that on your respect? <laughs> so you're basically um, given... Not exactly free reign. You can't go into like the weapons area and that sort of thing, but you you are free to walk around the garrison. You all come with me to the officers' club. Sure, let's go. All right. I assume there's. I, I'm. Yeah. Jason well, is going with the officers' sure, club. You guys can go to the O club. Okay. That's the one thing we actually didn't settle. Is what was your rank when you finally mustered out? Um. It's where they wear the red. So I think that's captain or okay. commander. Captain. And then they bump me one wreck when I when I uh, got discharged. Okay. All right. All right. So you guys managed to. Excuse me. I'm going to sneeze again. Or we're going to go in for another one of these really long delayed sneezes. <laughs> From now, <laughs> start well, sneezing uncontrollably until my head explodes. See what we do to make it not so awkward is we edit the thing and put a sneeze sound there. <laughs> <laughs> Here, sneeze. Yeah, I'll also, also see if I can find a sound effect of sneezes. <laughs> Wait a minute, I have to sneeze, and that's when you cut in the sound effects. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you. Um, finally can have settled. You don't have any, you know, clothes or anything to to settle in. Uh, they do provide military fatigues. If you want to change into those, you can just welcome to stick with what you got. I don't know how revealing um, your clothing is, Joel. Um, I guess I'll change into fatigues. Before we go to the officers' club, I think that would be good. Uh, the Imperial military is a little bit still is kind of is still ninety five percent male. Um, part of that's just the fact that you've got clones, but you know, don't taunt the animals, kind of thing. Um, you know, there isn't a well. Okay, we're not going to go there. No. <laughs> I can see where the conversation was going. Just skip it. <laughs> I don't really get into what they did to clones to make sure. <laughs> Was there some sniffing involved? Probably genetic corruption. Uh, okay, sorry. <laughs> I digress. Because the clones didn't talk like this. <laughs> well, it's a point of vulnerability. You wouldn't. It's not like engineering soldiers. <laughs> It's like building a battle station with a with a 
big hole in it that released right to the reactor. Empire wouldn't do that. <laughs> okay. That's why I like the phase two armor. The phase one armor, not very comfortable. <laughs> phase two, they learned a little bit more about the anatomy and, you know. They had a bigger cod piece. <laughs> uh, came in more pieces, at least. <laughs> okay. Uh, alright. Um, let's see, this is when, this is why uh, the things I don't get to plan for. <laughs> That's okay. So you're at the O Club, and uh, it is fairly small. It's not designed for um, more than three tables with maybe four chairs around each one. So there's a droid bartender that is moving around in a little corner of the room with shelves full of drinks, some of which glow, some of which smoke, some of which hover, all sorts of different drinks there. Um, I'll take me a floating Jawa. Right away, sir. And, you know, proceeds to attach various hoses, and the droid itself is um, tall, like a, like a humanoid shape, but the, the head is kind of um, has kind of the thing that jumps to mind is like a um, a basset hound's ears, so the, the head is human is kind of humanoid as much as a droid gets, but it's got the long sort of hangdog things that hang down from its head as it you know, pours drinks. And That's about it. All clankers are good for. Provides <laughs> you the drink. Here you are, sir. A pink poodle for me. Not much call for that. I'll have to check the database. It goes and has to research what that is. It's not a typical drink found in in a military bar, but it provides you with one. This one is it. It's not so much pink as it is pink. <laughs> um, to the point where it, it probably might be radioactive at some point. It's that bright glowing. So, yeah. Um, anybody else in the Oak Club? Not at the moment, but okay. there, you did see some people on the way out as you, like, you passed a couple of people. Uh, not clones, but you did ask some, some soldiers, some uh, officers going out. Okay. Um, they look twice. At Joel, but they don't stop. So, um, what do they have for entertainment? Like, uh, you know, like sabak tables, or there is a, a um, hollow projector in the corner, and it looks like it's playing some sort of um, sports game that you don't recognize. Probably native Davram. Doesn't look like it's anything you immediately recognize. Um, and you guys just have a seat. Yeah, I'm going to go over and watch the game. Okay. And you're going to sit with... Yeah, I'll go over and sit with them. Okay. And you Keep sit... a watch. You have to take your helmet all off to drink, obviously. Um, and a moment later, into the room... You've been here about an hour at the... A moment later? No, an you've hour. been at the base for an hour. Oh, okay. Uh, a moment after you walk in, you settle out into the... Um, in the O-Club... Right into the room strides the very familiar figure of your father. 
in his full military uniform. And he's flanked by uh, a stormtrooper and a very cadet-ish looking person who's carrying a box. Uh, Turn around, stand up. Hello, Father. Joel? See you elected to not follow my advice. But I suppose this is a secure facility. I have... Did you bring me something for my birthday? His face freezes for a fraction of a second. And said, yes, I brought you something for your birthday. And he nods to the... And you know your father well enough to, to guess that this is probably a lie. He probably forgot your birthday entirely. But he did bring you something and just wasn't for your birthday. <laughs> so we're going to pass this off as a birthday prize. You know your father, you know, it's not like he got a card or anything. but <laughs> So he um, nods to the, the cadet and who sets a box on the table and flips open, flips it open. And he, the moth goes over to it and uh, pulls out, first of all, a what looks like a mesh shirt it, it, or vest that it could be a dress. It could be a really, really short dress. Or a um, something a, a little bit um, I'm trying to think of what the word is um, completely blocking the word I'm looking for. And now you'll sneeze. No. <laughs> uh, it's it doesn't cover the arms, but it's got you know just a tiny bit of sleeve to it. Um, it's what do they call it a pencil dress or something like that. It's just it would be just like. Straight down to here, and then to like a mini dress, a mini skirt. Um, women's <laughs> fashions evade me. <laughs> um, There's such a thing as a pencil skirt. Yeah, yeah it's it, pencil skirt, but not a pencil dress. A mini uh, dress would be okay. okay it, it, it's it's kind of like a mini dress, but it only covers you know up to just slightly below the hips and to the shoulders. But it's made of a fine metal mesh um, that is a little bit stretchy. And it's not, it's actually pretty stylish. Probably more stylish than you would give your father credit for. Um, and he sort of thrusts it on you a little bit uncomfortably. And I thought you should have this to uh, wear for your concerts. It's, um, I'm told it's very fashionable. Um, and uh, either of you can make a culture's role if you would like to recognize this. I don't think I need to make a role for that to, be, to recognize. Hmm. Eight. Thirteen. Do you have a wild die in there? No, I didn't have a wild die in there. Well, every roll with a wild okay. die. Uh, you don't recognize it. Uh, I... Understand this is called uh, Kastenstad armor. Uh, it's a protective 
and you should wear it. I don't want any harm coming to you. And he sort of thrusts it at you. Um, and you can add this down in your equipment list if you'd like. Um, this is exactly as described. This is Kastenstad armor with the two A's and the stad. C or K? C. Oh, yeah, that's right. No K's. No K's. I, I didn't make it up. Just give me a hard time. And it only covers the torso, but it offers 1D protection against energy and 1D protection against physical. And there is no dexterity penalty associated with it. And should you at a later date choose to look it up, so I don't have to remember it, this is a design for Twi'lek dancers, actually, or Twi'lek warriors. Um, but it's not the strongest protection in the world, but it is designed to um, not screw with your movement. Thank you, Daddy. And I wasn't sure what would go with the app, but so I brought you this as well, and what he gives you really doesn't go with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is a... Um, covers a little bit more of the body than it covers the up to your... It's more like a poncho almost. And that, that I actually have the sheet for. Which I'm going to give you in a second. Which is the other thing I... Yeah, when I was looking through the equipment books, I was thinking, man, it would be handy to have this on her. And she'd like this. You want to be careful with it, and it does require you to keep it charged, but it is... should afford you some additional protection should someone... Choose to make contact. Was that one of the items on the list you were looking? No, no. I, well, I encountered it in two different books. Uh, Thank you, Daddy. And he <clears throat> sort of clears his throat gruffly, and I, I'm not certain about the fit of the metal shirt thing. <laughs> it's clear he doesn't have any idea what it is either other than he told someone to find something appropriate. Uh, they said they're usually fitted for the wearer, but they had your dimensions on file. What an interview you gave at one point. And I, I hope this fits. That was very thoughtful, Dad. I appreciate it very much. And he, Thank uh, you for bringing them. Sort of grunts. And, uh... Have you talked to Mom and Sis today? Do they know about what's going on, or...? He... Give me a perception check, actually. Both of you. you Stephanie, because... Or, uh... Joel, because you recognize this is your father, you can add two dice to your roll. Fifteen? 
shakes his head. No, I haven't spoken to them in several days. Your mother... Well, we're having a difference of opinion right now. And sometimes it's best to just let these things lie. And he <clears throat> looks around the room says, I think this is a smaller layout than the one the garrison I spent some time at a few years back. I hope they're treating you well. And he kind of stares off into space and is not really focused on you. He's kind of looking. Try to read his mind with my fork nut. <laughs> so he turns and, and heads out. Um, again, without saying goodbye, though he does stop in the doorway and kind of give you a long a long look. And then almost it's an afterthought. I had someone from the governor's mansion bring your things. I didn't think you should be without them. <laughs> and he turns and... That's about as, as, as daddy as he can, he's going to be. Thank you, Daddy. He grunts and turns away. Hmm. There you go. Just got fat loot. <laughs> P-H-A-T. L-E-W-T. <laughs> you gave me a gear list ahead of time. She didn't give me anything. <laughs> Uh, okay, so... Oh, score! <laughs> well, this game like Star Wars, you can't... It's not exactly kill people and take their stuff kind of game <laughs> as often. That's, more, that's a D&D mentality. <laughs> not really a... But you have to find some other way of getting gear into the hands of players. And given that, you know... My family's rolling in money. Daddy delivering things is <laughs> fair game. <laughs> well, something I've noticed from our party, um, such as it is, you know who we're missing? We're missing a tech guy. Because I'm trying to do all this tech stuff, and I'm failing miserably. Because <laughs> uh, I want to, but I can't. Because that's just not what I'm geared for. I'm the muscle. I'm the I'm the tank. You do have a droid that has to do some things. Why did I ask a droid? <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Uh, I did encourage our, our person who was supposed to be joining us later that to uh, the tech skill, both tech and mechanical skills were in short supply. Yeah, um, in the party. So hopefully, he, I, I am aware of those. So I'm not throwing too many technically or technical challenges at you as this path. Okay, so um, when you guys get back to your quarters, you do find that all your stuff had been delivered, uh, both from the um, the governor's mansion, and it looks like someone had brought a couple of things from the ship, too, um, including 
a stuffed animal that you might have kept. Of. <laughs> I'll go ahead and go through it and make sure there's nothing extra in my uh, luggage and my spacer's chest, and then uh, go through all of her stuff item by item. Oh, what's this? And <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> I don't even know how you weigh one of those. <laughs> It's really quite simple. <laughs> um, I want to call my mom. Okay. Because I want to talk to her, because it's my birthday. Okay. You have enough access here, you can access the comm system. And your mother is back home on back home on her home planet, so you'll need to... You have to have, it takes a few minutes to get the call routed and get make contact with her, but she comes up in the little hollow projector. Yes, what is it, dear? Hi, Mom. I just thought I'd call and say hello. Kind of, things have been a little a little crazy around here the last couple of days, but... I see. Well, I hope you're maintaining proper decorum, dear. I know you're, hang- you're with all these artists, and they tend to be a little kind of a wild bunch, but I hope that you're remaining a young lady. Um, let's see. Well, they tried to shoot us out of the sky when we were in our, um, ship. And then today, um, a 14-year-old tried to take me out with a rifle. So, yes, I maintained decorum during all of that, Mother. That's nice, dear. As long as you remained proper and were not hurt, I'm sure. You know I don't know anything about that sort of thing, dear, and I'm... Mom, they shot at me! <laughs> what? Yes? Oh. Well, you're okay, aren't you? I am. But I expect you to be a little bit upset that they shot at your daughter. Come on. Jeez, I, I it's my birthday and they shot at me. I am concerned, dear, but you're clearly okay as you are calling me now. I don't see any bandages, or you're not encased in a back to tank, so my assumption is that you are in good health. Your assumption is correct, although my entire band is in the hospital, so um, the only ones that made it through the attack on the spaceship were myself and Sixton, so, and FX, of course. But, you know, droids, he made it. Is your concert schedule going to be affected, dear? Yes, it is. They delayed the concert um, here on Avram. Um, dear, that doesn't ever look good, does it? Um, I don't know. You have a reputation of being unreliable. Well, <laughs> I think it may be forgiven when it comes out that I got shot at. Yes, yes. Extenuating circumstances. Still, it is best to keep one's appointments. Talk to Daddy about it if you have questions. He's the one who got it rescheduled. Well, I understand here. Plus, you don't like this propaganda thing anyway. I understand it's necessary, and I wish it weren't my daughter doing it. But you all, all you children love to sing, so, and this does get you the exposure you would like. And it is a wonderful stepping stone in your career, so I'm not sure 
I approve of the sort of people you hang around with in order to complete this, but... Oh, Mom. So, um, how's Kasnada? Your sister is fine. Your sister is fine. She's just completing school year. And I understand there's a concert that I'm to attend later. She is singing as well. You know how she wishes to be like her sister. Which is, yeah. in your perception, is kind of a lie. She, your sister doesn't wish to be like you. Your sister is more competitive than that. But Well, send her my best. Oh, by the way, Dad said you and he had a difference of opinion. Is, there, is everything no, okay? Nothing to worry about, dear. Your father and I don't always see eye to eye. Sometimes it's best to just let these things cool off. Well, just so long as the whole relationship doesn't cool off. Yes, well, that would have to be, it would have to be hot in the first place in order to cool off, dear. Okay, Mom. Well, um, yeah, give Cass a hug for me and, uh, yeah, talk to you later. <laughs> I'm sorry, did that creep you out? TMI! TMI, Mom! Well, that's as good a stopping place as any, and we will be back again next week with another installment of Episode 1, Parahelion of Star Wars Falling Star. Until then, good luck and may the Force be with you.